Here they come, your Camarda wealth leaders, slashing taxes, dominating risks, relentlessly pursuing profits, protecting your assets, and keeping you in stitches while leading to greater riches. Your Camarda wealth leaders with Johnny Hotstocks, Camarda, Rob Bull Moose Shevlin, also known as a financial anesthesiologist, you'll see why, and me, Jeff, I want to be a Dr. Camarda. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER, Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Let's face it, wealth matters to living a longer, better life for you and your family. Our goal is to painlessly educate you with uncommonly shrewd advice to help grow and protect your wealth. And while we aim to keep you laughing all the way to the bank, never imagine we're not dead serious about money. Folks, welcome back to yet another edition of Camarda Wealth Education Radio. You're here with Jeff. I want to be a doctor. Sonia, embraceable you, Elia, Rob, Bull Moose, Shevlin, and of course the irrepressible Johnny Hotstocks Camarda. We have a uh, very informative show for you today, folks. A lot of good information. We're going to begin with the fact we are deep in the midst of tax season. Many of you have filed or are thinking about files. Uh, the filing of many uh, probably are, are thinking about extensions, especially if you use more sophisticated uh, tax planning. But it's uh, it's a good time of year to talk about some of the opportunities that people can really use to increase their rate of increase of wealth. Um, to even supercharge your wealth by uh, um, by trying to control taxes, and and a lot of folks out there, I'm sure, feel like um, um, many others that you're you're paying, you're making plenty of money, uh, but you're just not keeping enough. And and for many people, and we don't often think about this, taxes are the single biggest obstacle to building wealth faster, uh, which of course stands to reason. Uh, since such a huge percentage of annual income, typically, that it could be saved and invested otherwise, goes to evaporate your to taxes. And even depending, even if the bracket is only, say, 15 or 20 percent, uh, which is, uh, is low for a lot of our listeners, that's a lot of money. If you're able, Rob, to save 20 percent of your income, how much faster would you get uh, richer, right? Absolutely. I'm talking with a client yesterday, and we... We've been working, we've, we've assembled uh, a team of tax specialists uh, to help reduce this gentleman, uh, his family's income, and, you know, I th- we think we have a very good chance of cutting his income tax in half, if not more, every year, but there's a lot of hoops you got to sometimes dr- go through, and not everybody is up to snuff on how to do these things. Yeah, and actually, that's a great point. I know that case that you're alluding to, and that's a great example, I think, of so-called tax arbitrage, where you take advantage of differences in tax treatment and rates from different kinds of entities. In this case, this is a limited uh, liability partnership, a variant of that, uh, as opposed to uh, S corporation is probably where it was before. And just based on the way the law is written, in some cases, you know, you can reduce the tax rate dramatically or even defer it for a very long time. Let's take maybe a simpler case of tax arbitrage, the old income splitting with a child. And that's something that you recommend very often. That works in a lot of cases. Would you tell us more about that, Ron? Well, the idea is if I'm in a very high tax bracket, 33 36 39%, and I can, let's say, shift uh, investments and put them in my children's name, uh, they're going to be in a much lower tax bracket. Now, you've got to be careful about what's called a kiddie tax, 
um, because if they have income above a certain amount, they're going to get it's going to be taxed at your bracket. And is that true for earned income as well? Not for earned income. So that's really that's where the opportunity is, right? Right. So, for example, you know, if if you have the ability to put your kids to work. Uh, you can uh, pay them something, get a deduction if you have your own business, and you're able to arbitrage the tax rates there. Let's say you got kids that you want to put through, co through college for college funding. Uh, one of the things you can do is if you make too much income, if you shift some income to your child, they're going to be in a lower tax bracket, and you could take advantage of some of the education tax credits which can wipe out or eliminate the income tax the child might have to pay. I think we're wandering a bit too far into the weeds as wake the moose is wont to do. Wake up, listeners! Wake up! Where's Bambi? Where's my uh, Where's my Reveille call? The uh, um, but the, the I think the important thing is to realize that there is a lot of you know <laughs> relatively simply spoken. Um, we can put a child to work, and you know, they don't have to do very, very high-value work. They can be filing or sweeping the floor at your office or whatever, um, copies. Uh, um, uh, you know, it doesn't need to be. And pay them a fair wage, even a little above a fair wage. Yeah. And what you pay to the kid is taxed at their bracket, which typically is zero, right? Yeah. Um, you have file return and so forth. That's a very simple return. So just you know, let's just a uh, um, very very simple example. We have uh, our uh, 14 year old son that works over the summer and on weekends and maybe after school, and we're able to pay them fifteen thousand dollars a year. Not really a stretch, you know, if you get the hours in there, fair hourly rate. So what we do though, if we have you know the parents that maybe are in the highest bracket, and we'll say 44 percent. You know, with the uh, with the healthcare tax on top of the, the highest bracket, so that fifteen thousand dollars at forty four percent. What would the tax on that be, Rob? Well, it's going to be over six thousand dollars. Sixty six hundred dollars, I think, if my mental math is right. Um, and as opposed to if we pay it to Johnny, not Johnny Hotstocks, Johnny the child, um, it's completely tax free. So this family saves Johnny. What do the math? How much should we just save? A lot. <laughs> yes, a lot. I'm Gosh. sorry, I morphed into Johnny the Child. He's, he's, he's already at the candy store at $6,600. But it's a very simple example, and you can see that, you know, when, and this is a very simple strategy that can apply to almost anybody that owns a business, part time business, whatever. You know, there, there are many others and many more sophisticated strategies, but that's really the kind of thinking that can help you to get richer a lot faster because taxes are such an incredible drag on your, uh, on, the, on, the, on your wealth growth. They really are. And a lot of people don't think about it, especially if it's withheld from their pay. They don't even realize that it's happening. You know, but uh, unlike so much else in life, Sonia, with taxes, is it who you know with taxes? It's what you know. It's what you know. It's what you know. And uh, um, it's in fact so much, uh, this is kind of interesting, uh, various studies conclude that even IRS employees only understand between 55 and 83% of basic tax facts. Now, the IRS employees really don't understand what the rules are, and that's just basic stuff, not real esoteric. Yes, John. And, and the good news is they'll be less available this year doing the cutback. So that's yeah, that's yeah, that, <laughs> that, that's good. You know, on a, on a variety of fronts, they don't have the manpower for auditing and so forth. But also, from a taxpayer 
a service standpoint, you can't get somebody at the IRS to, to help counsel you. And, you know, a third of the time, maybe they're wrong about the advice they give you on the phone. Right. The, the help is a good adjective there. And it's, uh, um, you know, see, no, as in the 2006, and it's gotten more complex, federal tax rules to total over 13,000 pages. Over 13,000. Who can keep up with all that stuff? Um, the, many of the rules actually exist to try to counter the tax reduction strategies that the most proactive taxpayers uh, and their advisors, and, and we count ourselves in, in, in that group of, of being very sophisticated, you know, advising clients on tax matters, um, that a lot of these rules are really come up with from the IRS to counter innovative tax strategies that are built, like this one we just discussed earlier with the limited liability partnership, um, that, uh, that are uh, um, completely legitimate based on the way the Internal Revenue Code is written. And the IRS is always trying to pay, play catch-up because the more complicated the laws get, the more unforeseen consequences they are, like tax opportunities for clients, and then they'll go and, and try to change or, or band-aid the rules. Um, and uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, um, uh, they're always behind the curve, it seems. So great complexity can really breed great opportunity, and sophisticated taxpayers um, are able to take advantage of the complexity to find, uh, and I use this term uh, fairly affectionately, uh, unlike some others, loopholes that uh, can lower their tax liability. You know, so the, uh, um, the, I guess the point is, remember the old saw, what's the difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance? Anybody remember? 20 years in prison? 20 years in Leavenworth, right? 20 years in Leavenworth. Good job. But, but the point is, tax avoidance is perfectly legal and often remarkably easy if you know where to look. And uh, unfortunately, you know, there's, you know, um, the, the findings of the advisors that have that degree of, uh, of tax um, uh, acumen is not as easy as you might think. Some tax preparation professionals may not be the right place to look. In fact, according to uh, a Money Magazine, a study cited in the MIT book uh, by a couple of college professors, including the Harvard PhD, um, uh, called Taxing Ourselves in MIT Press, um, that, uh, um, that not one tax professional was able to produce a correct return in a study done by uh, Money Magazine. Not one. They sent it out to like 50 tax preps. Here's the basic fact pattern, and not one came up with the, uh, with the right answer. Good tax advisors are worth their weight in gold, but can be very hard to find. So if you own a business, if you're a high-income professional or have significant investment accounts, so whether you're retired or not, you may be leaving too much money on the table um, and uh, that's something that you really, really want to be sensitive to, particularly at this time of the year when the tax burden is uh, most uh, um, uh, obvious to us. So that we have come to the end of our first segment. Stay with Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Lots of great, useful information coming to you right after the break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. The show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions, to request free white papers or other educational materials, or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matters, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down now, 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Charlie, Alpha, Mike, Alpha, Romeo, Delta, Alpha. 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. 
Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free, folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements, and we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and otherwise we think you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, to set up your free portfolio review. Call now while it's on your mind, folks. You're listening to the Camarda Brothers plus the Antler Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth, better wealth, better life. Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Leaders right here Saturdays at noon or Sundays at 2. This show is recorded, but if you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish, or want free reports, reviews, or other information, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Call us now, folks. All right, folks, you are back with the Camarda Wealth Leaders here on Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Uh, before we get into it, I'd just like to uh, proudly announce, uh, I think uh, we somewhat humbly shared with you all last week that uh, we have been named by Barron's, no less than Barron's, as uh, one of the best financial advisors in America, uh, which was humbling and, uh, and, and honoring at the same time. And also, we have uh, just recently affiliated with W. WBA out of Tampa, a very strong single out of Tampa, A20 on the AM dial, uh, which will be carrying the Camarda Wealth Education Radio Show uh, toward the end of March. So we're very excited about that. So well, let's talk about investments and, uh, and stocks and, and charting the course ahead uh, for a little bit. And uh, this is from a recent article in the Wall Street Journal. Some of you may read uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Spencer Jacobs' column. Uh, but he's talking about, uh, you know, where will the U.S. bull market go from here, uh, noting that the, uh, um, the, this current bull market now is six years old. I don't think a lot of folks realize that. It began in March of 2009, so we have 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. It's been six years, um, which, uh, as he uh, mentions, uh, is actually quite aged in terms of typical uh, bull markets. Um, and uh, excluding dividends, the current bull run, he also notes, has uh, um, the notched a gain of, of 206%, or doubled. Um, the, uh, and so that's also doubled the average gain of 106% of the, uh, the average bull market. The average bull market basically goes up 106%. This one's gone up 206%, twice as much, and in fact, much more than the average median, which is a different statistical calculation. Uh, than the uh, than the mean of seventy seven percent. So it's been a very very profitable bull market. It's lasted a really long time. You know, before we have some discussion, I think it's also worth mentioning it comes off a pretty big low in a huge bear market, the worst since the Great Depression. So I, so I think that really obscures things a little bit. But uh, where uh, whither the bill go bull go from here? And uh, since uh, we're beginning with four legs and hoofs, uh, why don't you start in with that, Rob? 
Well, you know, this is going to sound silly, but I, I just think it's going to keep fluctuating. You have to use the bull moose voice, Rob. Bull moose. I think you're just going to see uh, a lot of fluctuation, but I think the key is whether or not you're going to be uh, a long-term investor. You know, if you're somebody who's not going to need your money for uh, for quite a while, you know, I think you can be patient and not have to worry about, uh, you know, volatility and ups and downs. But, like, if you were listening to... You know, financial TV this week. You know, they the S and P was saying we're looking for a ten percent correction. Well, in my case, I got another twenty years maybe before I retire. So I'm you're you're a, you're in, you're in the old uh, hold and pray fold, I think. Now, Jonathan, I think that you have a somewhat different view, being much more proactive and nimble and tactical with your technical trading. Uh, do you agree with that view? Well, I think in the short term that you could have a fall. I disagree, uh, although on a longer-term view, I do take the longer-term view that I disagree with that article in the sense that this is a whole different dynamic. Like you mentioned already, it's coming off a large drop. Secondly, uh, I think we're entering a secular bull market, which he doesn't enter. I think the six years is a ridiculous statement because the secular bull market is just beginning. And what I mean by that is stocks underperform bonds going back to 99. That tectonic shift ended in October of 13 when stocks now have started to outperform. And so over the longer term, you're going to see stocks outperforming bonds. So his statement is one kind of, uh, he, he kind of made it within a prism. And the fact of the matter is there's no alternatives. Yeah. Bonds are not an option anymore. Commodities are not an option with a strong dollar. Real estate, how many retirees are buying real estate? And actually, I tend to agree with you with your secular statement. That's something I predicted, and, and nobody really, you know, I didn't have many, many uh, um, uh, Many people agree with me back in the depths of the, the bear market in 2008 and 2009, but I think this is the beginning of a very long multi-decade trend for stocks. And if you go back and look at what happened after the crash of 29 and the low in 1931, and then after the low in uh, 1976, after the, um, the, the Arab oil embargo-driven um, stagflation recession, it was really bad. It was a horrible market for stocks in the 70s. But, you know, at the bottom in 76, stocks went up till 2000, you know, not in fits and starts, of course. So I think you're probably right. But one thing that I think is bears mentioning is U.S. stocks have gotten to be, you know, gotten to have some pretty lofty valuations. You know, I'm a fundamentalist, not a technician by, by disposition and training. So I, I kind of look at, you know, price to earnings ratios and cash flow and other metrics. And U.S. stocks, based on expected earnings, have gotten to be, I don't want to say overvalued, though some in the press are, but certainly much more richly valued than they have. They're not screaming values. There are still a lot of, you know, still a lot of good opportunities and cheap stocks out there, and we're constantly on the hunt, and I think we successfully find them, but they've gotten a little bit harder to find. Well, especially large caps. Yeah, ab- small absolutely. Mid- small mid-cap technology companies probably... Yeah, U.S. large caps have uh, have done ex- extremely well. Son, you have any comments on that before uh, we sag a little bit here? Um, just from client conversation standpoint, um, there's not been a lot of discussion of discussion about moving away from stocks, but just maybe increasing the global explo- exposure. And I think that's a great point. You know, and and one thing we started really emphasizing back last fall is uh, that although the U.S. market has gone up quite a bit. And is more richly valued. I'm not sure. I think it may be past the point for some sectors of being fairly valued. But you know that that momentum, by the way, can go on for years. Just because it's really, really, it's overvalued doesn't mean people are going to stop buying stocks and bidding them up. 
to stratospheric completely unjustified levels. And I think that probably will occur. But there are, I think, other markets in the world that really bear scrutiny that are much, much uh, more attractively priced. And just to kind of take a walk through what is happen, what's happening in, in some of the major markets, as uh, of today's uh, Wall Street Journal, the Dow Jones Industrial is, is about flat for the year, up uh, 0.4%. Uh, NASDAQ is up 3.3%, and that's getting a little frothy by some measures. The S&P 500 is flat at 0.3, and the small caps, to which Jonathan and his tactical portfolios wisely uh, switched, I think, a few months ago, is up about 3%. But contrast that with uh, what's happening in the world. Europe, year-to-date, and still very cheap, I think Europe is, is really something to focus on and shift some, some allocation to, is up 15.4% year-to-date. Some of the best European stocks, or mo- the most best performing European stocks, um, Germany is up 20%, and Italy is up 20%. You know, somewhat, uh, um, the, the, it's, you know, that's, I don't want to say amazing, but somewhat surprising. France, which is still probably, you know, one of the most um, the, the self-defeating economies yet in Europe. They had a lot of cleanup to do to, uh, to become productive and profitable. Again, France is up 17%. You know, so there's a lot of, and I think that will continue uh, for, for quite some time. And this is probably a good time to mention one of the free services that we provide to listeners um, is uh, we call a portfolio stress test where we will actually go through line item by line item, uh, listener statements, um, and give you an opinion of uh, what you have um, and perhaps what you should have. And this is something that we're offering now. If you call in during the next 15 minutes uh, to our toll-free number, 888-CAMARDA, that's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, or to, uh, for, for you numerically inclined, you can also reach us at 800-262-1083, 800-262-1083, and I'll repeat the numbers uh, after we go through this. But when we go a port- through a portfolio stress test, um, you know, typically we, will, uh, we need copies of statements, we'll look at every position on the statement, um, analyze them with Morningstar, you know, in terms of what their ratings are, what the expenses are, if it's a mutual fund or ETF, or what their profitability is, what the star rating. And we like to translate the Morningstar star ratings into, uh, into letter grades because they're kind of misleading, I think. They go from one star to five stars. One star doesn't sound so bad, but on a scale from A to F, it's an F. And three stars is a C, and five stars is an A. So I think that's a little bit better way uh, to look at them. Um, uh, Jonathan, what, uh, when you look at portfolios, what are some of the things that, that uh, you use in your stress test? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I generally I'll drill down from a macro to a micro. So in other words, what I'll look at, like I had an uh, individual just hired us up in Atlanta, and his situation was he was overexposed to debt, being bonds, in a rising interest rate environment, and especially alarming given he doesn't need to spend the money, he's going to give it to his grandkids, and what the broker, uh, as individual, did was not really delineate uh, between the macro environment of a rising interest rate environment. Just did basically the hundred minus his age for the uh, debt a- allocation. So I'll look at the macro, then drill down to the micro. The individual positions, uh, I don't get immersed as much uh, because it's not the individual stocks. 
is generally being in the right sectors and picking the best stocks. You have good fundamental, good technical guys or gals doing that. So really, I look at the macro and then basically a philosophical uh, situation to drill down. And then the last thing before we go, because I know we have to go, is opportunity cost. What are they missing out on? Yeah, and actually, we'll carry this is important enough. I think we'll carry it over the break and, 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 and get more into the details and nitty-gritty of how we conduct a portfolio stress test, because I think it would be very useful uh, for a lot of you out there. Um, and in the meanwhile, again, I promise to uh, repeat the number. If you'd like to call in the next 15 minutes, and actually we'll extend it to 18 minutes because of the break, uh, you'll call us at 800-262-1083 or 888-CAMARDA, 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Write it down, folks, as you need to call within the next 17 minutes now, and we will see you in just a little bit. Pass the break. Stay with your Camarda Wealth Leaders. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions, to request free white papers or other educational materials, or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matters, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down now, 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Charlie, Alpha, Mike, Alpha, Romeo, Delta, Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. 